0: Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hempel. I'd like to invite you to visit our website at active-faith.org and email me with spiritual warfare questions to stevehemphill1 at me.com. The last episode, we discussed uh, grandma, there are big mad men out there. Today, we are switching gears a little and covering a very foundational subject, Uh, God has always worked by covenant, and an understanding of covenants is really vital, but few discuss it much. James Garlow has written a great overview book in a small format on Amazon. It's simply called The Covenant, and some of the following material uh, today and the next few episodes came from that book. Today, we're going to quickly review the seven main covenants in scripture, there are lots of minor covenants. We know Jonathan and David had a covenant, but I'm going to talk about the seven main Bible covenants, the biggies. Number one is Eden, number two is with Adam, three is with Noah, four Abram, five Moses, six David, and seven is the new covenant. So let's start out by asking, you know, what is a covenant? We think of it as a, a contract or an agreement. Understanding, but really, it's much more, much deeper, and way more permanent as you're going to discover over the next few episodes. Let's look at a couple of details about each of the seven covenants. Covenant one is in Eden, comes from Genesis 1 28. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry across the ground. Some versions say, have dominion over. So, covenant one is about dominion, reigning. Lord, I know you made man to rule the earth and reign on it. Even though you created us to rule, our own sinful nature has gotten in the way and kept us from being qualified to rule. But I also know that Christians will co-rule with Christ one day, which will be the literal fulfillment of your plan. Help me as I prepare for that future rule. Help me to prepare myself by dwelling in your word and learning your ways so I can accomplish all you created me to do in Jesus name. Covenant two was with Adam, and this was after they sinned in the Garden of Eden. This comes from Genesis 3, 23 and 24. So the Lord God banished them from Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground. God stationed mighty cherubim, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. So the second covenant came after sin, and it actually blocked the way to the tree of life. Lord, just like Adam, I know my sins separate me from you. Thank you for making a way for restoration of relationship through the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Because of his sacrifice, Lord, I can look forward to the day I will eat fruit from the tree of life. May that day come soon in Jesus' name. Covenant three was with Noah, and this was after the flood and after Noah and his family left the ark. This comes from... Genesis 9, verses 8 through 11. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants, with all the animals that were on the boat with you, uh, the birds, the livestock, and the wild animals, everything, every living creature on earth. Yes, I'm confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. So it was a covenant that was confirmed with Noah and his descendants and with all the animals. So the third covenant is a promise that God would never flood the whole earth again. And you know what? We're all descendants of Noah. So that covenant is with us too. Lord, thank you for making a covenant promise to never flood the entire earth again and for sealing that promise with a rainbow. I think about it every time I see one. We are all descendants of Noah, so we're all beneficiaries of that promise. Thank you for being a God who keeps his word always, in Jesus' name. Covenant four was with Abram, who later became Abraham. We'll talk about that in a future episode. This comes from uh, Genesis 17, 7 through 9. It says, I will confirm my covenant with you and your descendants after you from generation to generation. This is the everlasting covenant. I will always be your God and the God of your descendants after you. And I will give you the entire land of Canaan, where you now live as a foreigner to you and your descendants. It will be their possession forever, and I will be their God. Then God said to Abraham, your responsibility is to obey the terms of the covenant. You and all your descendants have this continual responsibility. Uh, so covenant four had to do with uh, was with Abraham. It had to do with gave him land and descendants, but he had to obey to get to live in the land. Lord, I know that we are now under the new covenant, a better covenant through Jesus Christ, but I also know that it's my responsibility to obey the covenant. I know Jesus said that if we loved him, we would obey his commandments. Help me to obey. Help me to honor you and bring you glory. In Jesus' name, covenant five is with Moses. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people. Again, they all responded We will do everything the Lord has commanded, we will obey. Exodus 24 7. So, covenant five was the law Lord, I love your word. I want to bring honor to your commands and bring glory to you. I want to please you. I look forward to the day I can see you face to face. Thank you for the law of Moses and how it pointed to Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending Jesus to bring a better covenant into existence. Help me to honor you and him through obedience to that covenant in Jesus' name. Covenant six was with David. This comes from 2 Kings eight nineteen. But the Lord did not want to destroy Judah, for he had made a covenant with David and promised that his descendant would you to rule shining like a lamp. Forever. So, covenant six was with King David. And it was just there was a promise that his descendants would rule forever. Lord, I praise you as the covenant maker. Thank you for always fulfilling your promises. Thank you, especially now, for this promise the descendant of David will one day sit on the throne forever. I look forward with great anticipation to that great day when Jesus sits on that throne and rules with perfect judgment and love. May that day be soon in Jesus' name. Covenant seven is the new covenant. This is the covenant we are under today. You have come to Jesus, the one who meditates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood, which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance, like the blood of Abel. Hebrews 12, 24 in LT. Hebrews uh, 13, verse 20 also says, Now may the God of peace who brought up from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, and ratified an eternal covenant with his blood. So this is an eternal covenant. Covenant seven is Christianity, and it is eternal. It's ratified by the blood of Jesus, which is also a weapon, by the way. We're going to discuss that in a future episode. Lord, I praise you as God of peace and the one who raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I praise you, Jesus, as the great shepherd. I know you said your sheep will always know your voice. Help me to know your voice intimately. Thank you for giving your blood to ratify an eternal covenant, making it possible for me to be part of your family. In Jesus' name. I want to note here in in concluding this uh, discussion that the land was given to Israel forever, but they only got to live in the land if they obeyed. Jeremiah 25, 5 NLT said, Each time this message, the message was this turn from the evil road you are traveling on and from the evil things you are doing. Only then will I let you live in the land that the Lord gave to you and your descendants forever. So the land was theirs forever. They only get to live in it if they're living in obedience to God's laws. You saw that over and over in the in the history of the jewish nation so the descendant of david will rule forever and the current covenant is also forever and when we're resurrected we'll be transformed into immortals and live forever and note that the new earth which is a future episode we'll discuss the new earth is also going to last forever are you seeing the pattern here the connections Somehow God's going to combine and join up David's descendants, the land of Israel, new earth, and our resurrected changed bodies. Sounds like heaven to me. I once saw a diaper uh, uh, over the diaper changing table in a um, a church nursery that said, um, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. And that's very true. Some are going to be alive when Jesus comes, but we're all going to be changed had a double meaning there. So in light of today's thought, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to give some focused thought to your covenant relationship with God. If you want his protection, you need to be in covenant with him. Are you? Lord, please help each of us to evaluate our relationship with you. Give us a willingness to obey your commands and submit to your authority now before it's too late. Help all who need to confess confess to do so. Help all who need baptism to dive in. Help all who have walked away to come back. Remind us all that you are the father of the prodigal son story and that you're always available with open arms. In Jesus' name. If you'd like to donate to Active Faith, that's active-faith.org. You can do so on our website. Uh, See you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to cover the ancient covenant symbols and steps. I want to invite you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.